The sermon for this Transfiguration of Our Lord Sunday is from the Gospel of St. Mark, chapter 9, verses 2 to 9. Uh, the sermon is entitled, <clears throat> The Content is Christ for You. Grace for us in peace from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, the art of listening is, is of the greatest importance, I think, in this life. Because listening by nature is passive. Passive in a sense where when we are listening, our mouths aren't moving. And thus, in those very moments, as we listen, we are by nature receiving, right? As we gather to get together every Sunday, it is so important that we receive the word. It is not a, uh, it's a Mary, not Martha type moment where rather than busily doing things, you are here receiving, receiving, hearing, and resting upon the good, holy word of God. The word of God that is the content of your faith. Because faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of Christ. And that is what is happening today. You know, listening to God's word, the feeding, the nurturing, being sustained in this very word, is the bedrock of your faith. Because we need this word. After all, when we look in the mirror, we clearly show and we clearly realize what we need to hear. And that is the word of Christ, because we are sinners. And that's why we're here today. To receive, to rest to receive the Lord's gifts as the Holy Spirit works on you as you listen. And there, as we see the divine service for what it is from beginning to end, it's all about receiving the gifts and gifts, more gifts, the content of our faith from confession and absolution to the Nicene Creed to the preaching of God's word, all throughout, receiving, receiving, receiving. And the content of all of this at the end of the day is Jesus for each and every one of you. Yes, right now, the for you is being delivered through the word and the sacraments. We're there at the end of service as God works on you by this very word. You are not leaving with question marks. You are not leaving with, what do I have to do? To be a child of God. You are not leaving with those demands. Rather, it is Christ by this very word who has fulfilled that demand so that when you walk out of church today, there you leave with the words that I am forgiven of all my sins. Just as you are forgiven of all your sins. Listen. To him, the Lord says to St. Peter, this is my beloved son. Listen to him. Remember, listen, listening is receiving. Yet we see Peter doing what? He, he didn't know what to do. He was terrified by this appearance like any of us would be. And yet in that terror, he just said, well, why don't we build tents, Right? I mean, this is, this is Peter's M.O. 
Right? We see earlier in the previous chapter when Jesus was foretelling his own death and resurrection, what does Jesus, what does Peter do? He stops Jesus and says no. He actually rebukes Jesus. And there Jesus says, as you know, get behind me, Satan, for you are not setting your mind on the things of God, but on the things of man. Yes, this busyness would continue on the Mount of Transfiguration, that rather than listening, there Peter was, right? As Jesus was transfiguring before their eyes a a bright light that was brighter than anything they had ever seen before. And there Jesus would shine. And if that wasn't enough, well, Moses and Elijah were there. The great prophets of the Old Testament, they're appearing before their midst. It was indeed a moment to listen. But yet we see Peter talking, chattering, many things going on in his mind. Let us build three tents. Now, why three tents, you may ask? Well, this would be hearkening back to and the Feast of Booths. The feast that would commemorate God's deliverance for the Israelites from Egypt to Canaan on the road to the Exodus. And there St. Peter would do the same. He says, yes, that's right, the Feast of Booths. Let's, let's build these tents. This is the moment. This is the time. This is the fulfillment on this mount. Let us stay here. Let us build tents and enjoy this time together. This is it, Peter thought. At the same time, this is the tension of the text. Listening to the word. And in confirmation this week, we learned about creation and the fall. Right? When Adam listened to the word, all was well. Right? All was well. Yet when they did not, all was not well. Right? They listened to the evil foe, his great deceptive words, the devil. Everything was turned upside down. And of course, you know the fallout. The sweat on the brow, the pain in childbearing, sickness, affliction, exhaustion, weakness, ultimately sin and Death would enter all of humanity. This is all due to the fact that they did not listen to the word of God. And this is our spiritual battle as well. Rather than listening to the word, how busy we become in this pressure cooker we call life. Rather than listening to the word, we listen to the world, the flesh, and the devil. And we we are fully aware of this. That the goal of the evil foe is to do what? Is to tear us away from the word. Every which way. Even right now as you are here, you might be thinking of the Super Bowl. Or what to make for the Super Bowl as all the families are coming over. The Rams aren't in the the Super Bowl, so I'm I'm pretty much... Whatever, right? (laughs) But again, the distractions are there. Anything to tear you away from listening to the word of God. What is that for you this day? 
And when it comes to the word, the content of God's word, this is of the utmost importance. What you hear, what you are delivered to by this very word is so important. Because trust me, my friends, even in Christianity today, the content of the word has become about legalism, about self-righteousness, about giving the perfect accountability to God in hopes of saving ourselves, that we have the choice, the decision, the will to do that very thing. Listen to him, God says. You know, Jesus throughout his ministry, he taught, he preached, he healed countless amounts of people. And thus he revealed to all everyone who he is as the son of God. He even predicted and foretold his death and resurrection. Listen to him. The gospel for you, for the forgiveness of all your sins. Friends, this is the content of God's word. From the law to the gospel, showing us our sin, delivering us the remedy of Christ for you, for the forgiveness of your sins. There is nothing you need to do to fulfill the end of your bargain of that salvation because there is no side for you. It's all of Jesus, only Jesus. Yet there the devil is saying what to each and every one of you? It can't be that simple, can it? Are you sure you are forgiven? You know, what about that sin in your life that you still deal with on a daily basis? The devil says. The devil says, yes, you repent and you receive the words of Christ and his forgiveness. It's still, the devil says, that sin is like that ball and chain that sinks you down to the abyss of despair. Despair that is surrounded by darkness where there is no hope, where no one can find you, where no one can rescue you. And there the devil says, yes, you need to be Houdini. Find your own escape. Break free from those chains. Free yourselves from the bondage of sin and death by your own self-righteousness. And you say, surely not. That's not true, pastor. Self-righteousness, we could never save ourselves. But self-righteousness is ever so subtle. It is very subtle. And it's in each and every one of our lives. Because we in our nature, we're always trying to prove it. We're always trying to somehow comfort our conscience by, well, doing a little more in hopes of, maybe being a little more sure of the salvation that was won for us. And you might say to yourself, that sounds very foolish. But in our sinful nature, that's the great subtlety of this temptation. And there in the word today, God says, listen to him. It's as if the Lord is saying, Peter, stop making tents. You know, stop taking out that manual of how to make. Just stop. Stop it. Too busy you are. 
Too much thinking that you're doing right now. Just simply listen. That is the nature of listening. Simply receive what the Word of God is. Of course, we see Peter and say, why are you so foolish? I mean, you have Jesus in your midst. You have Moses and Elijah, the great gifts transfigured before you, Jesus was. Even us, here in the divine service, God is with us. As we are to partake of the Lord's body and blood, His presence is with us. The question is, what are you listening to today? Is Christ simply one of many that you listen to, my friends? Is he one of many stations on the radio dial? Is Christ simply one you listen to when it is convenient or when you only have time? Ask yourself that. What are you listening to? Because the false gods are there. They're everywhere. And they're telling us constantly, listen to me, the false god says. But friends, what is the content of these very words? We know their content. False gods deliver false things. False gods teach all the wrong things. Yet our ears, well, they sound to our ears so sweet. How they itch the ears of our own flesh. Today we rest upon the content of God's word. There at the Mount of Transfiguration, Jesus was talking with Moses and Elijah. You might ask yourself, what were they, what were they discussing? You know, in the book of the Gospel of St. Luke, we see Jesus and Moses and Elijah at the Transfiguration discussing the Exodus. It is interesting. Moses was there, the Exodus, you know the story. The Israelites, the Passover, the Red Sea, the new identity, all given by the power of God through his very promise. And they're out on the road. Well, there they would be received and, and, and delivered by the hand of God. There was Elijah, the Exodus. We just read about it in our second Kings text. He was, he was uh, uh, taken up by a whirlwind. He never saw death. What a great Exodus that was. But yet even greater than that, there they were discussing the exodus of Christ. No, not the departure in a whirlwind. No, not in the Old Testament. But no, all this pointing to the greatest exodus. And that is Jesus going and departing to the cross. This is the content of our faith. This is the content and that is Christ's for you. You know, from the blood and, and the lintel on the doorposts in Egypt, the destroyer would come over and pass over those that had blood on their doors, saving the families from death. Yes, if that wasn't great enough. Jesus, his very body and blood, the Lamb of God, 
covering you, passing you over from sin and death, and giving you life in his name, all by his death and resurrection. This is the content. It is Christ for you, not just any Christ, not a Christ, a life coach, a guru, or the one who tells you this is what you must do to earn your way to God. No, the only Christ who says, I have come to this world to die for each and every one of you, to comfort you by my very blood as I go to the cross to be your salvation. This is what you need to hear. This is not an option. This is not something that sounds good or, you know, that is a simple floating platitude. No, this is the concrete promise that you are indeed forgiven by what he has done for you. That our Lord was pierced for your transgressions, crushed for your iniquities, suffering for you. Your greatest suffering of sin and death, Jesus suffers on that very cross. By his very death. This is the content. The great exodus. You know, Jesus loves each and every one of you so much. That the cross was the only place there was to go. Because that cross was for your life. This is the content of your faith. Your faith is Jesus who laid his life down for you, freely, free of charge. This is not you dotting the I's or crossing the T's of your salvation. No, Jesus does that for you in his totality. He is your salvation, your redemption price. And there the Lord says, listen to him. I have overcome the world, Jesus says. It is finished, Jesus says. Father, forgive them for they do not know what they do, Jesus says. These are the words that were waiting for Jesus at the cross. And there he went and said it. His word for you at the crucifixion. And there you would die. This is who you are. All by what has done for you. And there the empty tomb would be. Just as Jesus taught, he followed through, he delivered you. The empty tomb that would swing the gates of hell wide open. The empty tomb that reigns and rings out in victory over your sin and death. The empty tomb that exalts the resounding victory over the evil foe. This is yours. This is the word that you need to hear as we live in this dark world, as we face our own flesh and our own sin. This is the word that is of Jesus. And therefore we listen. We receive. And as you leave church today, you're not leaving wondering if you are forgiven. You are not leaving wondering if you have everlasting life or wondering if you are right with God. No, you are leaving in peace. 
forgiven, redeemed, reconciled to God, covered by the blood of the Lamb, receiving His gifts, all for the forgiveness of your sins. Amen. May the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Sunday Sermon from Faith Lutheran Church in Moorpark, California. For more information, visit us on the web at faithmoorpark.com.